1: Really good, popsters! Welcome to another edition of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik, and I'm joined by Becky Vero and Antonio, aka the Bananas Defender. What's really good, guys? How y'all doing today?
2: Doing good, man. Had a pretty lit week.
1: How lit was it?
2: Uh, Just came back from the shore,
1: like the Jersey Shore,
2: like the Jersey Shore. That guy Danny, he made my he made a shirt for me, which is pretty awesome. Um, Who the fuck now is Danny? the guy that owns the freaking house,
3: yeah, the boss. boss. Oh. They worked at his t-shirt shop. Yeah,
2: he, I, I he never, made a shirt for me. My girlfriend it was pretty awesome. I've
1: never seen the show, so oh, what?
3: What are you? What?
1: I've never seen Jersey Shore. How have you what? not? Every time you watch an episode of Jersey Shore, a book dies.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
1: That's lame.
4: <laughs> You're missing out.
1: Well, anyway, what am I missing now, out on? I don't know. Funny oh, shit. Watch seven Italians drink and fuck everything across their path. It's
4: the yeah. perfect lifestyle.
1: That's my what lifestyle. Fun
4: to me. That's my culture.
1: It's, it's called Park Slope, New York. So no, well, Park Slope isn't <laughs> like that anymore. Anymore, like that. he
3: says.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, now I'm packing my bag, going to Disney next week. So deuces. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I'm taking the, my girlfriend out to Disney for her 21st birthday. Oh, that's so yeah.
2: cute. So I, I'm, I'm nice sometimes, right? Who would have
1: thought? My week was popping. I finally went to go see Spider-Man. Finally. Even... How long has it been out? I'm
4: not, the, I'm not that
1: long. Yeah, that <laughs> did long. you love it? I loved it. I, I loved everything about the movie. I, I didn't like the pump fake for the multiverse that they did, but I do love uh, Zendaya and almost everything she does. Loved the movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was a nice update to Mysterio. Did, did you guys sit through the um, post credits?
2: Yeah, uh, yo. The end credits? Oh, my God. I, yeah. I, I don't know what to expect now. I'm like...
1: yeah, that's a fact. It was mad wild.
2: I'm like mind-fucked yeah.
4: in a way.
2: Yeah, but that cameo at the end? Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> I guess you like the
1: end. Let's go ahead and get... Oh, I'm sorry. Ladies, how was your week?
4: It hmm. was fine. Cool.
1: Anything exciting?
4: I saw Spider Man.
1: Like oh, you <laughs> saw Spider Man. What you think? I this would been this would have been good to bring up when we was talking about Spider Man. But well, you guys kind
4: of got invested. <laughs> over
1: <laughs> in.
4: <laughs> and then I saw. I would else I see? Oh, I saw Aladdin, and I saw Toy Story Four. I've been to the movies Uh-oh. a lot recently. <laughs> well,
2: you no, know I what? You all gotta
4: do. say about Toy Story Four? Fuck Bonnie. No. I haven't seen what? it yet. No. Bonnie's hey, well, a little fuck kid, right?
2: Her. Yeah, fuck her. Oh, no! no. In old reality, old reality, fuck Forky. How about that?
4: <laughs> well, yeah, but fuck. Oh
2: my Bobby god, that? I blame everything on Forky. Forky wait. doesn't exist. The movie doesn't happen.
1: Wait a Quick question: What the fuck is Forky? <laughs> it's it's
4: the it's her toy, toy that she that created that she in
3: school. I know that, but I didn't. I haven't seen that movie either.
1: I didn't see the movie. Uh, I just feel like that's a movie I can wait till like you know, becomes. Available in Showbox.
4: Same. <laughs> uh, Why are you don't
2: even watch it. Even, three ended perfectly. Don't watch Toy Story
4: four. Yeah, because fuck Bonnie.
1: Yeah, I missed three. <laughs> you missed, you missed three? three.
4: You have to watch yeah, I it. Three,
1: yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm oh sorry. Oh my I God, three I'm was sorry. so good. My bad. I didn't want to watch a Toy Story when I was 28. Like, come on.
4: That's I mean, childhood. Um,
1: you, you weren't too. even
4: 28. That math is not correct.
1: I don't know when it came out.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Why do you hate everything?
1: (laughs) alcohol levels is too low. It really is. I have one beer left, and I'm saving it for when I'm done with this pizza. What kind of beer? If you say Coors, we're done. Now, I do like C-minus, but it's a Miller High Life. The Champagne affairs. Wait, what's C-minus? Coors Light. Oh, (laughs) L. Oh. Oh, 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 it, it's ill. What, what the fuck do you drink, Mr. Mr. 20-year-old? beer 20 year old? beer. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever oh. beer
3: he can get his hands
1: on. Exactly. Yeah.
4: And, any Wherever beer. will
1: allow him to get beer. Listen, his oh. ass sits, yo, your ass sits outside of a convenience stores playing, Hey, Mr. Like, hey, hey Mr., can you buy me a beer? <laughs> get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Like, like, you're some type of beer connoisseur. Let me tell you something, dip <laughs> I was a bartender <laughs> for 10 years in a bar that had 50 different beers on tap. I drink what I want. Mother
2: yeah, the worst beer I ever drank was it. Ithaca, so bullshit like that. Oh, my God, it was so bad.
1: What was it called?
2: Like, some, like, weird uh, beer on the tap, like, Ithaca. I don't know.
4: Ithaca?
2: It
5: yeah.
2: yeah, 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 something like that.
1: It's all right. It sucks. You know what? I-, I don't think you like IPAs. It's a little bit too hoppy. Once your palate develops a little bit better, then maybe you would like not shit beer.
4: All yeah. IPAs taste like burnt almonds. That's the best way to describe
1: it I never even thought of that
4: Next time you try it, you're going to think of me
1: (laughs) Let's go ahead and move on to the island Season 16, episode 6 Let's begin
6: Previously on The Island With the final boat race and the $300,000 prize rapidly approaching The battle for keys intensified Meanwhile, Ev continued her battle with her nemesis Johnny
7: Johnny, I want you in a face-off I will send you... Home.
6: Then, Robin and Dan struck up a fiery love affair. With Robin, it's a weird connection. She's a female version of me. In the face-off nomination, Ev finally got her wish of competing for a key by agreeing to go in against Tyree and Dan. Pay attention. And a surprise twist in the rules caught everyone off guard.
5: The winner of the face-off will be getting a key because he or she is going to be able to take their key from whoever they want. Oh ah. All right.
0: Oh what did we just do? Every person's key is at risk at this point.
6: At the face-off, Tyree and Dan came up short. <laughs> leaving underdog Ev to claim victory and earn the right to take a key from one of the nervous key holders.
7: Suddenly the outcast has a lot of power in the game.
6: At the elimination, Dan survived the vote while Tyree's stay on the island came to an end. Ev then shocked the group with her defiant decision.
7: Johnny, <laughs> you and <laughs> your alliance. I'm taking your key. If you want it back, then you can fight for it and win it back. I will never regret taking Johnny's key, ever.
0: Evelyn, unfortunately, babe, you have made your bed. You're going to reap what you sow. You awoke the sleeping dragon. You've taken my key, and now I'm coming for you.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Why do you do that? It's so unnecessary. <laughs> and I, I cut it all the time.
4: All right. Leave it in one time.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. that's, <laughs> that's what she said.
4: Or oh, shit. <laughs> that's how you got all your kids. <laughs> oh.
1: oh shit.
2: Oh shit. Wow. Vera with a comeback.
3: Wow. Savage.
1: He's speechless.
2: <laughs> yeah, that or he's on mute, I didn't realize.
1: Okay. So Bananas is still a bit butthurt from being emasculated in front of everybody on the island while Queen Ev took his key. But he's not impressed. He thinks the move was all balls and no brain. So, do you guys agree, yes or no, and why? Did Ev think her power move through, or was she too focused on revenge and embarrassing Bananas? Becky.
3: I mean, I think it's <laughs> it's a ballsy move. I would have done it, and she's really going to go down in history or has gone down in history for doing that. So, no balls, no glory. Might as well just, either way, she was going to have to steal somebody's key. Might as well just keep it with the person you hate. Okay. Bananas?
2: I think it's clear it's all balls, no brain. Like, Evelyn clearly didn't make a super move. I mean, yes, she was, why are you laughing?
1: <laughs> the, the emphasis on clearly was just hilarious to me. <laughs> all
2: right, if Evelyn takes Jen's key, her key safe for the rest of the island for the rest of the time on the island. Her and Johnny's key, now put her target number one or majority of the house because they all want Johnny to get his key back. So why even bother? You have a clear shot in the final. It's, you're cl- you're clearly not thinking. You just want to, you know, you want that five seconds of glory and that's pretty much it. And that's what she got.
1: Better.
4: I personally think that her move was very calculated. Um, coming from a petty queen herself, I would have done the same exact thing. And she keeps saying that she doesn't think Johnny earned his key to begin with, so she's going to take it from him and make him earn it back.
2: But he oh. did earn it. The only person who did earn it was someone. I'm saying she
4: said that he didn't earn it. I know, and it.
2: that's why i <laughs> an idiot.
1: Okay, children, 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 settle down. All right. I do love the move that she made. She went after her tormentor straight up, head to head. She took his keys. She did it in front of everybody. She took his fucking balls when she did it. It was a great move. It would definitely go down in history. But I got to agree with bananas on this one. I don't think it was the smartest move. There was a lot of other keys that could have been taken with a lot less risk. Now, because we all know the outcome of this season, it is a way that she maybe she was playing the long game. But judging from her interviews and the things she was saying, she didn't think that far ahead of how things ended up playing out. But at the time, I really can't agree with it. There was a lot more other keys that could have been taken that would have been much lower risk. But let's move on. I'm sorry, did somebody have something else?
4: Yeah, I was going to say that maybe she took his key because she thought there was an opportunity to flip the house around. Because she knows that everybody likes Derek, so she was trying to get people to finally get against the mob.
2: That wasn't going to happen. Derek is part of the mob. Uh, He's he's He's
4: like kind of in between, though,
2: because everybody likes him. Derek is like that sixth man in basketball, 12th man in football. He's on the team. He'll skate by below, not being shown, but he's always on that team. He's always helping them out without getting noticed.
1: That's a fair analogy. All right. We also see that Paula is down to do whatever to get Bananas back into a position of power. And the rest of the mob is solidified in their efforts of getting Bananas' his key back. They are solid as fuck. Meanwhile, Ev is trying to put together an alliance to challenge the mob. So it breaks down like this The mob consists of Bananas, Kenny, Dunbar, Johanna, and Paula, and Derek, no matter what anybody else says. The outcasts are Ev, Jen, Kohada, Kohli, Kellyanne, and Jen. In the middle, Some people still consider D, but you also got Robin and Dan. So now that we got that cleared up, Ev attempts to recruit Robin, but she has a deal with the Alliance. Give them your vote and stay out of their way. Ev gives Robin an ultimatum and says she would never side with the mob, but Robin likes playing both sides. If you side with us, they won't get that opportunity. They won't. I promise you that. Well, they
3: promised me the same thing on their side too, so it's like, I'm, what do I do, you know? like Alliance means nothing here on the island. I only use the Alliance when I need the Alliance. I've always been on my own. I'm not used to this
7: at, at this point, you and Derek are the most important part of it. I swear to you that you guys are gonna make it to the end regardless of which side you pick. But you guys right now have the power to decide, is it gonna be Johnny and his Alliance or is it gonna be the other people
3: Evelyn pretty much is now trying to rally a bunch of people together to make sure that she doesn't get her key taken back from her from Johnny,
1: which is understandable. All right. So guys, give me your opinion. Would Robin benefit more from Team Ev or the mob? Veto.
4: That one's a little bit rough. I think that she should be with Evelyn because they're starting to get their numbers. And they want to go against the mob. But at the same time, the mob's not going after her, so she should just trying to stay on the side of the mobs that way they don't start going after
1: her. Bananas.
2: I mean, at this point, since it's so late in the game, Robin is the, basically the last person on each alliance at this point. So, in her head, she has to think which alliance is stronger, Team Evelyn or the mob. And it's clearly the mob has a stronger alliance. They're more built on friendship and not just game. And they also have, you know, a lot of stronger guys left on their, on their team. You know, that could... Help you be on that boat and win
5: the cash prize at the
1: end.
3: Becky. Okay, so hold on. Can you retell me that question again? I'm sorry.
1: Uh, would Ev benefit more from team Ev or the mob? Oh, you mean do Robin? You have... Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you do you have the duck with you?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Sorry. Okay. Somebody okay. was talking to me and I got distracted. All right. Whoever's well, talking to you, tell them to shut the f up. that would be very rude anyway (laughs) uh i think robin needs to kind of play to her strengths and kind of just stay where she's at i'm not really choosing a side right now because right now it's very kind of like vero said it's kind of an even split on both sides
1: so you think it's an even split on both sides Well, because of the
3: numbers game is starting to come through, people are starting to get mad at the mob. So all the floaters are kind of coming together a little bit more. There's people who are kind of tiptoeing on the, the border of whether they want to continue with the mob or if they want to move on to somebody else.
1: But a lot of people on those outside are giving the mob their votes, mainly Coley, Robin and Dan.
3: Well, that's the thing. Like, I think Robin just kind of needs to play to her strengths and continue to just kind of fly under the radar and kind of just see where the cards fall.
1: It's a good point. She already got a key. Might as well ride that out into the end. I'm saying. I mean, why I make think, an enemy?
2: Yeah, and I think Robin has to deal with them, too, because if you notice, um, the last two episodes, um, the mob has really been trying to have Jensky and Kelly Ansky take it away. They never once mentioned Robin's.
3: They like Robin because of the fact that she could possibly help them figure out the boat.
1: And also, if, if Robin goes against them in the final, they know they'll easily beat her. So to follow up on that, Ev stated repeatedly to Derek and Robin that those two are going to win no matter what team they're on. Uh, do you guys think that Robin and Derek is really the strongest duo on the island? Veto?
4: Since neither one of them are... 100 percent in an alliance i feel like they're strong number wise because they don't really show where they're lying with people so people want to keep them around because they think that these two are protecting them so i would say politically they are the
1: strongest i really just don't get it why do people think Derek is not aligned with the mob this season he is 100 percent down in he is on the mob's team because
3: because he's a Gary good guy, guy. That's,
1: prefer- why. that's the thing, he's a good guy. They yeah, don't he's, he's a, a fucking fan on the mob. Yo, when they Derek's need somebody to take it care of they
3: send D.
4: You know why, though? Because they like him individually, so really they're going to go after Donnie and Kenny before they even think about Derek. So that's why he's, got the he's whole- in the mob, but you kind of, like, forget,
3: you know? Yeah, I and you, you got that. the whole thing where he's going to be a dad and he's really being very low-key and he's a bomb-ass competitor. I don't think that they really connect him with the mob because he's kind of
1: at the outskirts of it. Yeah, see, but that's how everybody is seeing it. I don't see it that way. I see him dialed in just as much as anybody else.
3: Because the thing is, is these people, honestly, a lot of times people just see what they want to see. So if they really want to believe that Derek might sway to the other side, then they're going to believe it.
1: So Bananas is still stewing from his loss he compares himself and the mob to the New York Yankees and claims they're only hated because they win. Bananas decide to do some housekeeping, and he tries to make sure that D is locked in and he stays on his side. He's going to need him soon. And Bananas also makes it clear that he wants to be in the next face-off. Robin confronts Dan over the drinking. She notices Dan drinks until he blacks out. Robin tells him that he has to stop drinking and that they both like sober Dan. Later that night, Robin attempts to fuck on Dan. Their consummation is interrupted by Dan getting a case of whiskey dick.
4: Make my
7: veins
3: red. Dan had a lot to drink. And you know what? We did
1: fool around, but, like, nothing happened. It was like he passed out. And nothing went further than that. Robin may have discussed the problem a little too openly. And Dan feels betrayed. Everyone tries to get
5: Dan to chill, but he is enraged. I'm trying to be nice and not tell everybody that I have done the business with Robin, but she has gone the extra step and told everybody that I tried and I was limp. You trash me, you lying I was being nice, I didn't say Robin, and you told people that I was limp.
0: Before we start this conversation, I'm gonna tell you, Dan, please do not talk to her in a derogatory manner. Ever,
5: no, I won't, I won't.
0: Robin, did you ever
3: say those things about Dan? Dan, yes, I did. I do not remember
5: if we ever had sex. Do not remember it. Sorry. I'm honest? I'm honest. Wait, wait, if we wait, didn't then. have sex, how did you know I'm a limp? If we never had sex, we were never in that scenario. How did you know I'm a limb? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. You're a liar. You hey, got hey, caught hey, in your life. You were my buddy. How could you how sit you there and up? talk trash to everybody when you're my friend? Dan, so be got a got person done. and take your own lies and own oh what you did.
1: Did Robin overstep? by bringing up Dan's sexual performance, or did he overreact? Bananas.
2: I think it's clear Robin overstepped. I mean, what happens in the bedroom should stay in the bedroom, especially on a reality TV show. I mean, especially, you know, if they're that close to friends, that's something you don't really want to, you know, like, get out. If that was Dan, I would feel betrayed. And honestly, what he said, I wouldn't probably say it too.
4: So, watching this scene, Kind of made me laugh a little bit because I got ghosted for this very fucking reason, <laughs> 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 which is it looks so terrible on TV. So I'm now understanding the severity of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, she definitely overstepped, and uh, in the modern day, she would have been ghosted like myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, did you go around and tell everybody about the whiskey dick?
4: So it was my friend's friend, like that he hooked me up with, and um, he asked if we hooked up, and I was like, uh, he couldn't get it up. And then uh, oh. apparently I was on speakerphone with a bunch of the other friends that we have in the car. And, oh shit! Um, yeah, it all came back to bite me in the ass, and safe to say he never contacted me again. Whoops!
2: Dad. Now
4: this is a bump, bump, bump situation. Yeah. Right there. So when I saw this uh, Robin Dan situation, I was like, "Robin girl, shut the fuck up! You' about to get ghosted for real."
2: I mean, Dan did say she's dead to him, so
3: <laughs> I know that All was right. pretty, pretty terrible. I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, but he was also they were both drunk, and I think things just got blown out of proportion. But. It was a hilarious scene where they were like, "How do you know about this?" I don't remember. Lays over her eyes.
1: All right. <laughs> do you guys think that uh, any actual sex happened? Because Dan claimed he Dan claimed that they fucked, and Robin said he couldn't get it up. So, do you guys ever think there was actually any? P- I should I, I should probably find a different term. Uh, any any uh, intercourse.
3: Vaginal activity. Yes. I should, out of girl code, say that I would be on Robin's side. But knowing Robin and the fact that they both like to get plastered, I don't know. I I think I'm going to side with Dave on this. Because it just sounds like... Because she was denying it, but then he kind of called her out on it and she, she admitted it.
1: So, well... Well the thing is here on Love War Challenges, we believe women. (laughs) So (laughs)
3: but she admitted
1: it. We believe women.
3: Well, I I do believe in most women. Yes. Most women do tell the truth.
1: Okay. You're anti feminist. You (gasps) are the new Paula Walnuts.
3: I am not anti feminist.
1: (laughs) What I feel about this is one, Robin shouldn't have said shit. What goes down in the bedroom stays in the bedroom or on Pornhub or however you guys get down. <laughs> but uh, the main thing is, um, whiskey, that is not a legitimate reason for your dick not working. Uh, get it together. I don't feel bad for Dan at all. Your dick should have worked and you should have rocked the world. But you fucked up. You never had that happen? You. What? What? No. First off. Never? No, no, no. He's listen, got like listen. a
4: billion kids. No, exactly. It's <laughs> Maybe he was sober when they were made. I
1: don't know. Nah, fuck that. My dick goes into overdrive on the Hennessy. Straight Seriously? up and down. That's it. Yeah, it's the Hennessy dick. Fuck around hit you with the Hennessy dick. Fuck around and go blind, Hole didn't see shit. i fuck around and hit you with the Hennessy dick. Mess around and go blind, don't get to see shit. See shit. I'll play that shit. Whiskey <laughs> dick is not a legitimate reason. Nope, I don't buy it it's it's not it's not legitimate black What about mountains? low level whiskey
3: like there's
1: if you're you drinking know? low level whiskey, then it's your fault again that's true yes, you I gotta see, a, but,
3: but they're also on an island, so it's not like you can go out and buy the top you know, shelf stuff
1: he drank too much and his dick didn't work. It's embarrassing and you should be embarrassed for it, that's
6: <laughs> it.
3: I definitely <laughs> agree that he should be embarrassed for it, yes, so.
4: Now, Malik, let me ask you, if you were Robin, would you be laughing and telling people or what would you do?
1: Um, listen, listen. Th- just lucky that there's no internet on there. I would have Snapchatted that shit. <laughs> I, I, I would have fucking translated it into 48 languages so as many people can know as humanly possible.
4: <laughs> okay, so you would have got ghosted like me. Okay, exactly.
1: moving on. Get your, exactly. Get your dick to work.
5: <laughs> he, ghosted,
1: he ghosted you? Let me tell you something. Good for you bullet dodge that's a matrix shit you dodge a whole bullet with that shit
3: that's very true and believe <laughs> let me just tell you girls we talk about that shit of course i'm you do. sorry no matter what happens
1: we're gonna talk about it of course you do my whole college has relied on that
3: no oh, word of mouth yep. that that Ooh. positive referral
1: oh exactly exactly. <laughs>
3: exactly he had high scores on yelp See? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh god. <laughs> no, was like,
3: oh, I'm on a roll today.
1: Oh man, we got to make that into a t-shirt. Oh, high school <laughs> All right, all right. Let's move on.
3: <laughs> Probably a good idea.
1: All right. As a result of as a result of the fight Dan is trying to keep his distance, and Robin is doing the same. But it's not all about love. Ev is still trying to put together allies. She decided to poach a member of the mob and Derek Kaczynski. Ev feels D is the most powerful swing vote left in the game. So Derek, he also feels like he's in the middle a little bit, even though his gameplay and his voting says, I'm in the mob. Ev wants Derek to help her stand up to the mob. And she tells D that whatever side he chooses, that'll be the side that win. Now, D feels bad for Ev. And at this point, he even addressed Johnny as the villain. And Ev tells Derek it's not suicide to go against the mob. So, do you think that Derek has the skill and the will to save Evelyn's game? Is he the game changer? Becky?
3: If he wanted to, yeah, I think he could be a swing vote. Looking at him and the way he was addressing her and talking to her, there was no way he was going to do it. He's not, he's like, he's straight up telling her, no, I'm not going to go against them. I don't know why she would think that he would at the end of the day.
1: Bananas.
2: I don't think he'll save Evelyn's game, but I do think he'll make the rest of the season a lot more interesting because he is a strong player. He is definitely, if you will consider this a swing vote, he's easily the strongest one. And putting him on the opposite side of the mob, that's some real competition for Johnny and Kenny to go against. And honestly, I would like to see it go down, but thankfully, D's smart enough, and he's staying with the mob.
1: No, no,
4: I think that Derek more or less is serving as like a, I'm like, oh, okay, I hear you, Evelyn, but he's not making any promises or anything to her, so I don't really think he's going to do anything game-wise for her other than be the shoulder to lean on.
1: Right, that's because he's an all-around good guy. But should Derek consider teaming with Ev? Becky?
3: I think Derek should stay where he's at and where he knows he's safest, which is with the mob.
4: I'm with Becky. I think he should stick with the mob, but he should still be nice to others just in
1: case something goes wrong. Okay, and Bananas?
2: Derek should always consider everything that's brought to him. I mean, should he take it? No.
1: No, Derek should definitely stay where he's at. Going against the mob, especially this late in the game, is suicide. Remember, it's not so much about making it to the final as it is making sure you're on the right boat. So, he has a key, he's on the right boat, and his team has the votes. There is no upside in saving Evelyn or her game. Let's move on to the airdrop. (laughs) All right, so today's airdrop contains a cell phone with 10 minutes of total talk time, boat pieces, and meat. Derek and Kahada are trying to get the boat together and how to ride it. These two have become pretty close this season, and they hope they can both ride into victory together. TJ arrives for nominations, and Ryan, Kohada, Bananas, and Kellyanne all volunteer. Ev is thoroughly surprised when Derek also volunteers, which destroys her dream of being aligned together, as Derek is obviously coming in as support for Bananas. The mob has the votes, so Bananas, Derek, and Kohada are going in. After saying that both Johnny and Derek are going into the face-off, should Kohada still have went in, or should he have backed out? Bananas.
2: I mean, Kohada really can't back out at this point. If he backs out, people are still going to call him out for being a coward, and he has no other really chance, because if, if he pulls himself out now, does he have another chance of being another face-off? That's not guaranteed. He is guaranteed to be in this one right now, so you have to take every chance it's given to you.
1: All right. Vero?
4: I think it was smart for him to stay in this face-off because, like Antonio said, like who knows when his next opportunity is going to come along. He was probably hoping that either him or Derek would win because he would hopefully win the vote if it came down between him and Johnny.
1: Okay. Becky? I
3: think I agree. He didn't have anything to lose and everything to gain. So if he won, he got his key and he was able to kind of stay. And if he lost, it was a toss-up on who they would keep kind of a situation. So I feel like he knew that his odds were better if he went into this one and just kind of shoot his shot. Why not?
1: I agree with you guys. I think he definitely should have stayed in. His chances were pretty good. The only way that he was going to get booted was if Bananas won. Because if he would have won, he was safe. If he would have came in second and Derek would have won, he probably would have won the vote. Or at least it would have came down really, really close. Because Derek wouldn't have been able to vote. So so the only way that he gets booted is if Bananas win. That's still two to one. Those are pretty decent odds. Him was probably the right move. And Kohata has to win. He doesn't have the votes to get him out of a jam, but let's jump to the face-off. So, this is the sixth face-off for the island,
5: season 16, episode six. Derek, Johnny, Kohata, today you guys are gonna be playing Rat in a Cage. Behind me there are three bamboo cages, one for each of you guys. To begin, you guys are gonna be locked inside these cages. And when I say go, your goal is to obtain four colored keys to unlock four colored locks inside those cages, holding them shut. It's not gonna be easy because each key is connected to an object. One of them is connected to a chain of different knots. One of them is connected to a spiral corkscrew that's made out of steel. One of them is connected to a coconut. And the last is a bamboo pole. It's going to make it very difficult and really odd to try to open those locks while they're connected to these objects. First person to figure it all out, unlock their four keys, and escape that cage and ring their bell, will win today's face-off. And the winner of today's face-off will also receive this Fujitsu Lifebook U810 Mini Notebook. This is one of the world's smallest convertible notebooks as as well as the Fujitsu. You're going to receive this Mac store, one touch, 10 mini hard drive, a hard drive you can carry around in your pocket. All right. So let's get down. So today's prize
1: is a Fujitsu A810 mini notebook. Now, this notebook at the time was super awesome. I remember because I really wanted one. It comes with an... No, hell no. I didn't have the bread back then. Now, guys, is this not the most awesome fucking gift the Challenge has ever given out for a challenge? Yes or no?
2: No. Did he give it like, a, like a, a bike one
1: time? Oh, yeah, the duel. Brian got a bike. Yeah. Like a BMW bike.
2: Yeah, I think it's
1: good. You oh, know that's what? That's a good point. Price. Scratch that whole fucking question. Nothing was better than that BMW bike. I remember that shit. Yeah, it was on um, to skate around those rangs. Yeah, yeah, it was like roller derby. Oh, yeah. And it came down to Brad and CT. C. T. Oh, man, that was a fucking, that was a battle. And Brad won that one, too. That was sick. Now
2: I know this? Because you, you made us watch the duel and went nowhere with
1: it. No, we're going to come back to the duel. Actually, I just, <laughs> you know what? Somebody on Twitter, too, was just like, "Are you're you, are you, yeah, you never going to watch the duel. And then I showed him all the docs that we had for, like, the first, like, six episodes. I was like, lies. We're going to come back to the duel. All right, let's get back to this, uh, <laughs> let's get back to this face-off. So, the stakes are high this one. If Kohada wins, Bananas is out. And D is pissed that this faceoff completely negates any assistance he was willing to give. The faceoff kicks off and Johnny gets the red lock. Then Kohada and Derek is immediately struggling. Kohada gets the green lock and then Johnny follows that and D grabs the wrong lock for the coconut. He was regretting ever stepping foot in this faceoff. The bamboo is looking heavy as fuck, but Johnny gets the yellow lock. Then for no reason whatsoever, Kohada dropped the key off the pole, which seals his fate. Johnny gets the final blue lock and rings the bell. Now, the stakes was high and Bananas had to win or his ass was getting bounced the fuck up off the island. How impressive was his victory today with everything on the line?
5: Captain motherfucking Clutch. Who, Bananas? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yo, fuck out of here. How many times has he got bounced out right before the final? Captain Clutch, (laughs) fuck out of here. He won when he needed to win. Oh, come on. I mean, yo, what's his elimination record? Like three and eight or some shit like that? Like, come on. We ain't
5: discussing
1: it. Yo, come on, fam. Don't don't hit me with that Captain Clutch shit. He's more like Captain Crunch. Fuck out of here.
2: (laughs) Captain. This was probably... Maybe this, maybe beating CT before the free agents final, I think was probably two clutch moments.
3: Okay. Well, this is that, more of a daily. Clutch. So if you think about it, Bananas is actually really good at daily challenges. He just sucks at eliminations.
1: He has a suspect elimination record, but think about it. Uh, he, I mean, he hasn't gone against the toughest people, but they're usually pretty late in the game. And most of his game revolves around never having to go into elimination. But what makes this super impressive is after everything that just happened to him, after Evelyn's speech, after being emasculated, he needed this. He had to have this win. And And he he came through. He did. He fucking came through. All that shit that Evelyn talked last episode is completely thrown out of the fucking window and is all for naught. Because here comes bananas who speaks softly and carries a big fucking stick. And he's, he's kicking ass and he's taking names. Johnny came down with a telescope on his shoulder. He said, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. He's all out of bubblegum. <laughs> Shut up. Veto. <laughs> <laughs> how impressive was his victory today?
4: Well, considering he had a giant fire lit under his ass, um, I'm very happy that he won because he had no fucking option.
1: No option. Becky.
3: I don't think he's Captain Clutch. I think this was his, like, I think he really, really, really wanted it. And fortunately, this played kind of to his strengths. So, I mean, he's very hit or miss. You know, he either wins epically or he loses terribly. So he's never a middle of the ground kind of
1: guy. Moving on. So the mob is amped up and Evelyn is tight. She knows how this plays out. Later that night, Fernandez is teaching Kellyanne how to filet a fish.
0: I'm not an evil person. And some of the things I said to her, I felt pretty evil. So at this point, it's like, you know what? If she wants to bury the hatchet, I'm more than willing to do that. Stranger things have happened, but uh, this definitely is up there with them. When I'm feeling attacked, it's, it's like the first thing I do is just, oh, I just try and end it as soon as possible. I don't like arguments that go on back and forth. I just try and cut as deep as I can, as soon as I can just keep the argument over. You know what I mean?
2: Johnny and I, in the last few days, have been trying not to snap at each other. I really appreciate him not being a jerk like he normally is. And if he takes my key tonight, as much as I'm gonna wanna take it and smash him across the head with it,
3: I'm gonna try my hardest to smile.
1: So that was a real touching moment between Kellyanne and Bananas. All right, time out. Is Bananas full of shit? Is he really sincere or is he making a game move by approaching one of Evelyn's outcasts? Veto?
4: To me, the whole thing seemed sincere. He's sitting there talking with her. He's teaching her how to slice the fish up. Um, And then, you know, you do see her in the confessional saying if he takes her key, she's just going to smile. I was like, okay. So I think that they have buried the hatchet. So it seems sincere to
3: me. Okay. Becky? I think Johnny knows how to turn on the charm when he needs to. And he knows that he's pissed off a lot of people. So I I sincerely think that he feels kind of bad for how he's been acting and the way everybody's been kind of reacting to it. Yep. But a part of me thinks that he was working the game and trying to make sure that he kind of, made sure everybody was on his side. Another part of me feels like he feels like a jackass for acting like a jackass for most of this season. Bananas.
2: I think it's clear he's sincere about it. I mean, he is a nice guy outside the game, and I think he realized how harsh he's been on Kellyanne while his time on the island, and he wants to make things right before you know, his time or her time ended. He could have took her key this episode. We'll find out in a few minutes. But I think it it was just in case if he were to take her key, it was like, it's nothing personal. It's just game.
1: All right. I'm going to agree with Becky on this one. Uh, I think it's definitely a case of more than one thing can be true. I do think that he feels a little bad about his treatment of Kellyanne this season. And he kind of wanted to make amends to it. And he kind of explains himself a little bit. But I also think that he's fully aware that this gets one less person hating him. So I, th- I think, I think it's, it's, it's definitely a chance of, of both. He, he, want, he wants to bury the hatchet, wants to make sure he has one less person trying to take his head off as the season comes to a close. Let's go ahead and take it to the elimination. Mm-hmm. First person to step up to the plate for this elimination is gonna be Derek. Derek, go ahead and knock that out
5: for us. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I have been working on the boat. I'm gonna help you on one of those boats in the end. I've been looking at those blueprints every day. My boat will not capsize if you keep me here. Second, you guys know um, I love coming here. I love playing this game, but I don't know how many more I'm gonna be able to attend and compete at because I am starting my own family. This money would definitely be a great jump start to uh, just that. I hope that my plea will keep me here. And as you've seen time in and time out, how much I give to this game and how much, how passionate I am to be here, to play, to compete, and to win.
1: And now we have Kohata.
0: I wish I could stand up here and say I'd be better on that boat than him, but I can't because I've never seen him on a boat. One reason I didn't want to go against Derek is because I wanted him on my boat, you know. Because I feel like whoever, if we had the same boat, whoever would be on it would be getting where they're going pretty quick, probably. And uh, I'm a pretty resourceful dude. I can tie a hell of a knot, but as far as untying them, that got kind of <laughs> got kind of aggravating today. I feel like either way that y'all did vote, you know, it would be a winning decision. You know, I can't, I can't badmouth Derek. He's an excellent competitor. It was a good face-off. I had a great time. had a great ride. If I'm not here in 10 minutes, you know, keep the wind at your back <laughs> and in your sails and, you know, have a good time.
1: How did you guys feel about each challenger's plea to stay in the game?
2: I think Hunter knew he was going home. He knew the house was on D's side. He, he also realized he's a rookie and he didn't make that many connections with that many people. You could, and you could even tell in his plea, he was like, "Yeah, he didn't sound confident in himself that he was going to stay." He was even doing more. Uh, he was being D's hype man more than being his own hype man.
4: I think that Kahada was modest, but he knew already what was going to. He knew already he was gone.
1: Becky,
3: I, I agree. I mean, especially. Hearing his plea first to the group, I think he knew that there was no way he was going to be able to beat him uh, when it came to this vote. So I think he was being a straight up guy and being super nice as Kahata is as a person. So I give him props for that because he took it like a man knowing that he was not going to win and he didn't whine and cry about it.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely really love this elimination. Um, both of these guys spoke very highly of each other. And it's a shame that, you know, people who, the, the two people who really like each other and really became close um, have to be pitted against each other this way. But only one person could stay. All right, so when it comes down to the votes, Kellyanne is the only one who votes for Derek. Kohada's time on the island has come to an end. Um, let me ask you guys, what kind of impact, if any, Do you feel that Kohada has made on this game? Becky?
3: I think that they showed that you can really just be a genuinely nice guy and not take this game so seriously. I appreciate what Kohada brought and how he was, and you don't have to be a dirtbag on this game. So I like Kohada, and I wish more players... Play clean like he did.
1: That's a fact. That's a fact. It's very hard for the nice guys to ever win one of these. I, I think that's a big reason why everybody loved Turbo winning War of the Worlds because, you know, he's, Jesus, I mean, that guy was just, you know, guy's almost too pure for this world, really. Veto.
4: I like the Huda a lot. I think that he, of course, showed the nice side that not everybody is a dick. And um, you can really see just how nice he is in his exit interview as well. When he's saying that Derek deserves the money more than him and whatnot, uh, you know, um, most people are a sore loser in their exit interview, but he still was very classy, which I appreciated. And I think that he was a good character to add to the show.
2: I agree with both Becky and Vero. I mean, Goda definitely left a good, he left on good terms with majority of the cast season. I don't think he left that great of an impact because it was his first season. So he didn't really have that much to offer. But I do see Kohada Cah- as, like, a Derek, but with less fight in him. Like, they're both nice guys and all, but I think Derek will always go the extra mile, while Kohada will always just, like, lay low and just play his own game and not make a mess out of things.
1: Yeah, I feel you're not. Um, is definitely one of the most genuine, uh, kindest people we ever... I mean, and just in all of the challenge uh, over the past couple of years, just... Ever, I think he shows that being on reality TV doesn't have to make you a terrible person. But for his impact that he's made on his first time out is just about none. He would have made a bigger impact if he would have... <laughs> but he didn't. So that's it for Kahada. Sadly, very sadly. <laughs> I like Kahada, but yeah. I, oh God, Jesus Christ. Babies, 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 babies. <laughs> Oh my God. Number seven. <laughs> now it's time for the winner to come down and steal a key. Now it's time for the winner to come down and steal a key from a key holder. It's funny
0: how outside of these shows, alliances are called friends. And I have people in this show with me that I've known for a while and I've done shows with before. One of my friends outside of this. And all of a sudden, when you come onto the show, it's an alliance, and you're this big, bad, evil organization that's uh, bullying people around, using strong-arm tactics and extortion to get people to do what you want. We have not stabbed anyone in the back or not followed through with anything that we were gonna back people up on.
7: I must say, Johnny's speech is one of the biggest crots of (laughs) that has come out of his mouth on this challenge. For Johnny to sit there and say that they haven't played the game dirty? Um, nonsense.
0: TJ, I'm not here to steal anybody's key. I'm here to take back what was mine from the beginning. It's like in a game of poker. This person laid their cards down too early. They had a good strategy, but the, uh, it just seems like there's no brains there. And, uh, now there's no key there. So at this point, I'm going to take my key back from you, Evelyn.
1: Eve wasn't a big fan of Banana's speech, but this sequence of events have surprised no one. Now the mob is back at full force and Ev and Kellyanne are at the bottom of the totem pole. And that's how we're going to end episode six of The Island. That was a good mm-hmm. one. What do yeah. you guys think what you guys think of this episode? Bananas, I mean, hit me with it. Jum- had it jump, jump on that banana dick. Jump right. on. Oh,
3: God. oh right,
1: right. Jump With hey. a fucking springboard. Definitely <laughs> <Preferably> springboard <laughs> banana Ew. dick. Do it.
2: Jesus Christ! Evelyn had it coming. She knew the minute she took Johnny's key last episode, he was coming back for her this episode. It's it's obvious. You take someone's ski, they're gonna want it back. She oh, made. I-
1: uh, you- Bananas was right. It was a bonehead move. There were so many other keys that was less riskier. If she would have took Jen's key, it would have been fine. If she would have took Kellyanne's key, it would have been fine. She might have been even able to slide if it was Dunbar's. Probably not Paula's. But Maybe even Robin's key. Even Robin's key.
2: That's what I'm saying. She had so many options. Why make it worse for yourself? She had a clear ride to the final. Uh,
1: that's, I, not, I, that's- I think some- she made her reasons clear in her speech of why she was doing it. It was ballsy. It was ballsy as fuck. Like, I how to agree with bananas. All balls, no brain. Do we got anything else to go over before we get on up out of here?
3: Also, uh, when, do, when do we, we want to talk about Bear and George's breakup?
1: Uh, no. No. <laughs> no.
3: I didn't think so. I just wanted to bring it up just in case.
1: listen, listen. 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 Judges is a whole queen and bearish trash. But we've known this for like four months now. We've known this since February. So
3: That's we don't got to
1: talk about it. He's shit. She's great. Next. All right, guys, when you get a chance, make sure you check us out at Com for all your Love War Challenge merchandise. We got the Emoji t-shirt up. We got the Polydicker t-shirt up. We got the Suck My Whole Dick t-shirt up. And we got the Banana Stand t-shirt up. There's a little something there for every challenge stand out there, so when you get a chance, make sure you check out the shop and let us know what you think at suggestions at lovewarchallenges.com. Bananas, close us out.
2: All righty. Another great episode, Posterers. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Also, check out our website, lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure while you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, Radio, give us those five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, five stars.